and we're live. Tell me, is this thing working? Are we on? Is everything nice and good? Hello and welcome. I am your host, Darshawn McAway. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys. We are in the building. We're going to talk about quite a few things. You guys, please excuse me if you hear me sniffling because I don't know what's going on, but I'm trying to uh, not let a code breakthrough. I know I'm having some sinus issues. I took the COVID-19 test. It came up negative, And that is always a great thing. Listen, let's talk about COVID-19 for just a second. Um, have you guys noticed that you've probably taken more tests in a little bit? Okay. I've taken the COVID-19 test about four times in the last two years. I was a little scared, a little skeptical about a few things, but we are in here and everything is well. So let's go ahead you guys do me a huge favor. Go ahead and like and share this stream. We're going to talk about business working like the rest. OK, listen, for many of you working, working right. You know, are you working like the rest of us in the world? You know, average living. Right. OK, that's nothing wrong with that. I know you're looking for a way to just have a little bit of freedom. So we wanted you guys to tune into this podcast. I'm not exactly for sure how long it's going to be, but it's going to be a pretty substantial one because we have quite a few things to talk about. Listen, let's get into first and foremost why I'm able to talk about what we're going to discuss. Right. I'm able to talk about this because look, look at this, guys. Let me let me share something with you. You see this? This is one of my books called Say Hello to Me. Right. I came out with this book in the year 2009 as a rough draft. But I officially published it in the year of 2010. Okay, the way I'm able to talk about this business uh, endeavor or these business discussions is because I made a way for myself. I made a prime example to show myself that I do not have to necessarily work for someone in order to make money. I don't have to clock in and do a nine to five. However, I've done those things. There's nothing wrong with that. But I didn't want to work like the rest of the world. Okay, I've done it for years. We know we worked at Home Depot. I've I've driven dump trucks. I've driven buses. I worked at Sam's Club. I worked at I mean, you name it. I pretty much worked there, you know, for the, you know, and it was just one of those things to where I just was tired of doing it. But I wanted to really talk about my experiences. I I really wanted to write about my shared experiences in the world with some of the people that I've been with, some of the things that I went through, the heartbreak, the happy times, sad times, etc., So that's why I'm able to talk about this, because I figured out a way to basically license my voice, license my imagery, license my likeliness to make money off of who? Me. Now, I've started some businesses, but we're going to get into that. Let's also go into another reminder. While I'm able to talk about this girlfriend versus wife duties. And of course, you can find all these books on Amazon. You can find them on Barnes and Nobles. You can find them in Walmart. Okay, we have a huge Walmart section. Uh, If you can't find them inside the stores, you can definitely go get it online. Online is the way to go. So that's why I'm able to talk about these things, finances and relationships. I'm married. I have a child. Okay, been married for over six plus years doing great. Of course, you're going to have some debates in your marriage. You're going to have miscommunication. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have high times. You're going to have low times. That's just life, right? You're not going to be able to get away from that. You're going to want to have a job. You're not going to want to have a job. 
is just the join the rest of the world, right? The rest of the world is going through something and you have to learn how to navigate your way through these hard times. So that's why I'm able to talk about some of these things that I talk about as far as business and relationships, because I've written books on them. I started my own publishing company and put them out there to third parties, such as a Walmart, Target, Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, et cetera. Excuse me. Have those companies sell me. Uh, sell my material. They pay me a royalty and I move on with my life. Okay. So, and let's do this. You know, we got to promote this. You know, we have to promote it. Oh, babyauthors.com. That's a children's publishing company that I started for my daughter quite a few years ago, about six years ago. You guys go go ahead and check out Anaya's Adventures. It's a fantastic children's book series. Trust me, guys. Fantastic children's book series. The link is right on the screen. Go to babyauthors.com. We're going to go to the store with you guys real quickly and show you. We got the T-shirts. Okay, we got the bed sets. We have the the microfiber soft blankets, the sleeping um the camping sleeping bags, shower curtains, area play rugs, shower curtains for the boys. We have so many different things. We have a 24 7, 365 day Halloween store listed on the website as well for Anaya's Haunted Halloween. So go ahead, check that out. You know, we always got to plug that. And we want to do this for you guys too. We want to go ahead and switch on over and show you guys on barnesandnobles.com. These are some of the best selling books that have been on their website for the past uh, six to 11 years. Okay. Um, we don't want Barnes and Nobles to know my location. So we have the books on there. We have my one of my art, uh, my authors, Xavier Thomas. Uh, his book is up there. It's just us. He should have had another one up there, but we're going to get those sales up. So this is why we're able to talk about sales, business and relationships. You see the book right here, uh, Four Seasons. That's me and my current condition. We're going to talk about my weight loss journey as well throughout this podcast and how it relates to business and also to relationships. So. We just want to make sure we let you guys know we have a full full broadcast is going to be on and popping. This is going to be one that you want to tune in. It's definitely going to be one that's extremely well structured and organized. Uh, we're going to get into it. Go ahead and remove this and put me up on the screen. Okay, let's do it live. Let's do it big. Uh-oh, here we go. All right. So as you guys know, my name is Darshawn McAway. For those of you who are just tuning in, uh, listen, I've worked at plenty of jobs. I've lived a so what you would call a substantial average lifestyle, right? Working a minimum wage or just above minimum wage. I figured out ways to get my uh, CDL license to become a truck driver, to get my forklift license, to be a certified forklift driver, worked in warehouses, freezer coolers. I mean, driven uh, trucks that deliver Coca-Cola, uh, or Pepsi products, or milk, you name it. I've, tr I've pretty much tried it. Been on construction sites, riding dozers, you know, whatever you want to say, I did it. And in that, and being on those jobs and working for those companies, you know, one of the main things that I recognized for myself was that's something that I didn't necessarily want to do anymore. So I was trying to figure out a way to, how do I not work for someone but work for myself, but not make it hard for myself. You know, so when I was thinking this, I figured this out about roughly about 23. And at the age of 23, what I said to myself was, you know what? I really want to follow my heart's desires, but I don't know how to do that. And I don't know how to get towards the money. So what I started to do was I started going to the library and doing some research on how to start a business. 
And a lot of what you'll find out, even if in today's time, a lot of what you'll find out is they'll tell you the foundation on starting a business, but it's a, it's a lot more to it than what you would assume. So in order to necessarily start your business, it's probably going to be out of order, but we'll try to get it as close as possible is if you have a business name, you try to register the business name with whatever city and county that you're in or state or county that you're in. Now, you can go as far as a, as to copyright it, but mainly people try to tell you to trademark the name. So you're going to go register, go through the whole profile of trying to do a trademark. You may have to contact a lawyer, have them talk to you. It's going to be pretty expensive, but there is a way for you to do it on your own. It's just going to take a lot longer. So you uh, you identify what industry you want to be in. You identify if your business name is available. Make sure someone else doesn't have it across the world or in your city, county, et cetera, state. And then you'll say, okay, it's available to me. I'm going to go ahead and register it with the state. The state's going to tell you, hey, you got to pay taxes on whatever amount of money you make in. And on top of that, if you plan on having employees, is it going to be an LLC, an incorporation, sole proprietorship, you name it, right? So you're going to identify all those things. And when you start to identify those things, you're going to have to get certain type of insurance, workman's comp. Uh, any insurance that you can think of that you probably need, you're going to need it for your company. Okay. You're going to need it because if you're planning on hiring employees and here's where it turns, employees see you as an opportunity to make money, to change their lifestyle, to feed their family, to take care of their kids, to take care of themselves, medical, dental, et cetera, life insurance, you name it. Now, also in that same breath, those employees also see you as a target. That's right. Now you're going to be faced against lawsuits. So when you start a business, you got to already keep in the back of your mind that someone in my company that I hired and I spoke to and I seen their family and I'm helping them take care of their family because they're working for me. That person is probably going to sue me one day. And that's something I didn't understand when I first got started. I didn't understand that in business it that's exactly what it is. It's a hard game to play. Now, a lot of people, you know, over dramatize it by saying, go work for yourself. It's the best thing ever. And you get to live like this and be a jet setter and do all these different things. And that is true to a certain percentage, but it's not 100 percent true. See, when you start a business, there's way more responsibility that comes with it than just thinking about it. Now, I just thought about the idea. I went to go register it, paid a couple dollars here and there, 25 to 175 dollars to get everything going. But now I got to bring in the people. Not necessarily in that order. You're going to be a little bit more structured, but you got to bring in people to help you get your message out there to get the product line going, to promote it. Uh, marketers, uh, cashiers. I mean, you whatever position you can think of, you name it, you're going to have to make it available so people can come work for you. Now, let's say you got your warehouse working. You got your whole foundation, got a nice location. Business is doing good. Now, somebody gets hurt on the job. Now, of course, they get so hurt to where they can't use their their bodily limbs anymore. They lost a hand, a foot. Uh, they got cracked upside the head. And, I mean, you name it. Now, you didn't anticipate that for ha- for that to happen, but it did. And now that it did happen, that employee has to make the next best move for themselves, which means hurting you. Now, did they intend on getting hurt and losing a hand? No. They didn't intend that. But now that it happened, here's what you got to deal with. Now you got to go through a lawsuit. Now this person is suing you. Why? Because of negligence on the job, negligence of another employee, uh, negligence on equipment failure, whatever the case may be, you name it. That employee is going to look at you and say, now that's a target. 
This person has been taking care of me for the past 15 years. I've made over 300 plus thousand dollars. I know that if I sue them, I can get 5.2 million. I'm going to sue them because I don't have a hand anymore. This employee was negligent, which caused me to lose my hand. The employer should have been responsible for that because the employer should have taught that person better. You name it. Happens every single day. There's thousands of law firms that deal with this type of scenario all the time. So now you're going to sue the employer. The employer is looking at it from a business standpoint by saying, yeah, it's going to hurt me. I got to lay off employees. I got to cut back on my spending, it, which in your personal spending from your business accounts, it cuts back on your family. And now you have to go handle this lawsuit with an employee that you've known for over 15 years. You didn't expect them for them to sue you. You didn't even approach them to say, hey, can we sell out of court? You go through the whole process and procedures, and this person is going to be awarded $5.2 million on your behalf from the company that you started a long time ago because you quit your job and you said to yourself, I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to be a wrecking uh, to deal with. So you've been doing business for over 15 years. You got this employee that you hired the first couple of weeks you got started. So pretty much you guys been doing business and knowing each other for about a good 15 years. That employee gets hurt, goes through the whole proper procedure to sue your business, which is what you're a part of. They're going to be awarded $5.2 million because of work neg negligence. Now, that $5.2 million that you got in your business account or wherever you're going to pull it from, it's no longer going to be there. There's a fair call for that employee to get $5.2 million. Why? Because in their lifetime, they didn't plan on quitting their job. You probably wasn't going to fire them. So they average it out to medical expenses, uh, emotional damage, and the longevity of which your company was going to be standing. And they're going to be awarded $5.2 million. So they don't have to work anymore. But at the same time, they don't have a hand. Now, as a fair business owner myself, I say, you know what? Go ahead and pay them the $5.2 million. We're going to part ways. That, that employee never comes back. It's a little hard on me, but at the same time, I understand. Now, that's what happens when you get into business. When you get into business, no matter how good of a person you are, no matter what your intentions are for the world, no matter how much you know, great efforts you plan on putting out there to the world, you are a target at some point to an employee who, who has personal intentions to do so, or in the intention to just go to work, but they end up getting hurt on the job. And that's something when people talk about business that they don't keep up in the forefront of their mind. Now, yeah, you hear it, go get insurance for your company, go get this insurance, that insurance, you get registered, uh, internet insurance, uh, e-commerce insurance, all these different insurances. You, you're, you're, you're well aware of them, but you don't think that it's going to happen to you. It's a prime example of a company um, that is called, I believe they're called Change Walmart. And the reason why I'm so engulfed into the Walmart uh, talks is because what I realize about Walmart is Walmart is getting sued every single month. Now, I don't want to exaggerate and say every day, but Walmart gets sued every month by an employee who's been working there for X amount of months, X amount of years. And uh oh, looks like their site is down. 
It's a company called Change Walmart, making change at Walmart, or it's an organization. And what this organization was doing, which it seems like they may, maybe Walmart put them out of business, but what this organization was doing was fighting for the rights of the Walmart employees who wanted to get higher wages, who uh, they wasn't receiving their proper amount of medical attention um, and whatnot. Excuse me, guys. I'm trying to see what happened to the website. So uh, changewalmart.org is a company who was started by I think it was started by an employee or maybe a lawyer who had a family member that wasn't being treated fairly. And they decided to start pressing charges against Walmart. Anyway, once I get a chance to pull it up, we'll talk about it some more, but that's what happens. So there's companies out there, the big box retail stores, the top fortune 500 companies, they have lawyers on standby every single day, every single hour, ready to attack any employee that has the notion to to uh to sue a company One second, guys. Okay. Duty calls. So, where was I? Change Walmart, right? This is a company, changewalmart.org. Looks like their website has been taken down. I I need to find out what happened, but they were in my notes to... Uh, see what happened about that. But so changewalmart.org is a company that basically looks for a slip and fall incident. Um, employees who are not being treated fairly getting short on their hours. Okay. So when you start your business, what you're going to find out is there are going to be people that will be plotting against you once they find out how much money your company is worth. Right. Because when you have a lawyer and you get hurt on a job, they're going to do some uh, financial forensic digging. And they're going to find out that, hey, this company is worth one point two billion dollars. You can easily get thirty five million dollars or even three hundred million. Hell, as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and try to get half of the money from the company. That talk happens with lawyers all the time. It's in TV shows. It's in real life. It's on the news. It happens all the time. So for those of you who are working like the rest of us, who are trying to figure out, hey, how do I start my own business? Well, it's easy to start your own business. It's difficult to pull in the customers because starting it is really the process of registering it and getting the uh, supplies and the equipment or whatever. But marketing it and bringing in employees is a whole different ballgame. And a lot of times when people talk about, hey, I want to start my own business, what they're saying to me in a nutshell is I want you to help me start the whole thing. And when I when I'm starting this whole thing, I want you to make sure that nobody sues me. Nobody steals from me. Nobody, nobody, nobody. And that's not how it works. See, the way it works is like this. Even companies. Even companies. 
even companies are looking to sue other companies. Okay. And in that, you have to realize that people are going to be out to get you when you have a business. Now, throughout my history of owning my businesses, whether they were online or brick and mortar locations, what I decided to do was, how do I reduce my liability? How do I reduce the fact that someone may potentially want to sue me? If I have a product, which you guys may remotely remember, I tried to come out with the energy drink. But when I was thinking about the energy drink, I went ahead and drafted up the image, kind of wrote a a two-page business plan. And then I looked into, well, how many people are suing energy drink companies? And I found out that (laughs) that the energy drink world was being sued for over 500 plus million dollars. That was companies like Red Bull, Monster, Bang, all these different companies. I mean, it's over 500 of them, right? Some of them are white label. Some of them are private label, which means they just put their logo on the can and a standard manufacturer makes the drink and you just try to promote it as best as you can, get as much money as you can. And maybe you could turn into a powerhouse energy drink company to make things happen for yourself. So when I realized that they were getting sued for uh, being and being responsible for, <coughs> excuse me, kids having access to energy drinks. Uh, children drinking more than two energy drinks within a day, adults drinking energy drinks, maybe about five or a whole entire case per day. And what was happening to these people, these people were experiencing um, liver and kidney issues. These people were experiencing emotional distress. Some people were uh, depressed. And a lot of those people who filed lawsuits were awarded money. So I said, well, let me do it. Excuse me, guys. Let me do a podcast on what's going on when people are trying to start because I'm not going to tell you not to start one. I'm going to tell you, hey, there are some precautions that you need to take in starting one. A prime example, look at Twitter. Jack Dorsey, the owner of the company, stepped down because of all the hate and vitriol that he received over sending out tweets, making his business decisions, not allowing people to have free speech, whether they are public figures, or my my new influencers, or just the regular general public. Steps down from a company that he created because the company within itself became its own entity, became its own person, and basically pushed him out. Same thing with Facebook. What do we notice with Facebook? What have you guys noticed with Snapchat? What do you guys notice with WhatsApp? All these different platforms. These were ideas that people started off innocently saying, hey, I just want people to connect. I want people to get in touch with their loved ones. We want people to send money to people. We're just trying to make sure that people are well connected and their life is a lot easier for them. And what happens in those companies? The people who start them get kicked out. So imagine one day you was working somewhere making $10 an hour, you had this great idea, or either you came out of college with no working experience, you created a platform, you get the platform going, and then there's people within the platform in which you created it for and or your company, and they start complaining towards you saying that you're not a fair boss, you're not giving me the right to have free speech, you're censoring my posts, you're you're cutting my hours short, all these different complaints, and they say, we're going to put up a petition to get rid of you. And this is a company that you started because because you were depressed, because you were trying to figure out a way to have more freedom for yourself. 
And in that, you figure that people will catch on to that and develop a freedom and a happiness for themselves, but yet it backfires on you. Can you guys imagine how much hate or even letters, if you will, that Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, uh, I mean, whoever created whatever, look what kind of hate that they receive. Do you think they thought about that when they were starting their business? Absolutely not. Did I think about that when I started my business? Yes. Why? Because I was learning from the mistakes of others. See, a lot of times when you guys try to get into business, you don't learn from the mistakes of others. And I mean, you have to literally learn from the mistakes of others. So what did I start? What did I start to do? Excuse me. I started to realize that would it be better if I had a company pay me instead of trying to pay me while I pay other employees out of that? Absolutely. So what did I start doing? I started writing books to sell my books and the copyrights to production companies. Then production companies can do whatever they want, right? Of course, my name may get thrown in there because, oh, this material is a little too racy for us or it's too provocative, but it has nothing to do with me anymore because I sold the rights to a production company. So I started doing business with companies. I stopped selling to the consumers. Yes, the consumers have access to buy the product, but I no longer sell to you individually. Yes, I'll tell you guys, hey, go to balancecologne.com. Hey, go to babyauthors.com. Yes, those are my businesses, but we have companies that deal with that. So what happens for us is we receive the checks. How do I stay away from lawsuits? How do I stay from uh, person liabilities? Is I license out my voice. I license out my imagery. I license out who I am and what I produce to companies that can make a bigger lump sum off of me. And I get a royalty. And that's what you guys have to understand. So what did I do for myself? I made it what? I made it easy to get paid. Is that what you want, right? You want to get paid. See, a lot of you guys try to start these companies and try to, I want to help the world. Okay, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Go ahead, help the world, help people become better, teach people how to be better workers, better communicators. But for me, I saw the downside in creating such a huge company and having over 30,000 employees, 100,000 employees, and not realizing that at some point, at some point, those employees, not all of them, but a few are going to try to sue me. Excuse me. Why? Sexual harassment, not against me, but within the company. Then they're going to sue the company. Why? Because that's where it happened. Now, I'm not trying to tell you, hey, guys, just avoid this by all means necessary. Just just simply don't do this. I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to tell you is you guys in pitfalls in which this stuff happens. And you have to understand that you have to be prepared for this, which means when you start a business, you're going to have to also start hiring lawyers. And they're going to have to be on deck 24-7. Now, to avoid that, what do you do? You can figure out a way to say, well, how do I create something and sell it to a company? And most of these companies in today's time, they may say, hey, no solicit. We already have in-house. There was a time where I um, I created a bottle, a wine bottle, before I started my wine company, and I tried to sell it to Patron. Patron said, no, thank you. We already have someone in-house. 
Uh, but thanks for the idea. Now, they'd never seen the bottle, but they instantly turned it down because of no soliciting. Don't solicit your ideas to us. We have people who we hire to make things for us. We're pretty sure that your bottle looks great, but we don't want to have anything to do with it. And you go, okay, well, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. But somewhere in your mind, you go, man, I wish they would have gave me a chance. You know, I wish they would have gave me a chance and they didn't. So when, in starting a business, what you have to realize is there are going to be people who are going to be out to get you. Some of them are going to do it intentionally and some of them are going to do it because they have to. So there are so many different things that you have to learn about business and it depends on what industry that you get into. I'm in quite a few different industries now. Uh, just to name a few, I'm in the publishing industry. I'm in the clothing industry. We're in the re uh, well, which will be retail, but we're in the real estate industry. We're also in the wine industry, which is alcohol beverages. We're in beauty because we have the cologne and we're going to come out with some more things. So you have to learn how to not bring in so many people into your pocket, because the more people you bring in, the more money you have to dish out. There was a very interesting statistic that I noticed about Panda Express. Panda Express has over 2000 locations worldwide. Imagine how many of those employees get burnt by fire or even by grease on a daily basis to the point where one employee is going to get such a severe grease burn that they're going to have no choice but to sue Panda Express. Now, when they go to go sue Panda Express, they're going to go into a lawyer. That lawyer is looking to get paid because he has his business and his personal life to take care of. He's going to look up himself, just like I did. He's going to look up and see that Panda Express has over 2000 locations. Each location makes over one million dollars a day. Just as like just as fast as McDonald's make money, Panda Express makes money. Even quicker. And they make more than a million dollars a day. That lawyer is going to say to that employee, hey, we can easily get Panda Express for 15 million dollars because why? There was an employee practicing negligence when they was moving to Greece. And what they're going to do is they're going to prove that that employee did it wrong. Why? Because there's cameras and that employee that burnt you with the grease is going to take a shortcut at trying to cook. Hit you with the grease. Your arms burnt up. Now you're going to be awarded $15 million because that's not what we taught them how to make food. We taught them how to do it this way so that this would not happen. Said employee that burns the person with the grease, they get fired. You get awarded $15 million. And guess what? Panda Express has to go through this type of stuff all the time. How about the people who get attacked at McDonald's? from employees. Hey, my fries are too cold. Or you guys, every time I come to this location, you guys keep on messing up my order. Employee gets attacked by uh, a civilian. Do you think that their lawyer can make a case in court that says, well, there could have been security there. There could, they, a McDonald's can afford to have security right there where an, uh, where a civilian can walk up to the employee and hit them. There's an open space right there where a security guard, a armed security guard can stand there 24 seven, seven days a week, 365 days a year to stop any civilian from hitting an employee while they're doing their job. 
Do you think there's negligence on the behalf of McDonald's? Absolutely. So these cases get awarded to these people all the time. Why? Because you wanted to start a business. You did not see the pitfalls in your business. Now someone sues you and now you're going to divvy out millions of dollars because you had a good idea. You had a good idea. And that's it. It's a lot to it. I'm making it sound easy. But if you just look into the pitfalls of starting a company, you'll start to think a little bit better. Hey, is this a good thing for me to do? Is this what I want to do? You have your personal life and you have your business life. So many people make it seem like paradise when you try to start your own business. And when you have to deal with other people who are looking forward to you making money for yourself to pay them out because they work for you, it's a whole different responsibility. It's an entirely different dynamic. I'm not trying to discourage you from starting your business. I'm just telling you, think twice, literally think twice about starting your business and what type of industry you're going to get into. Because many of you are just thinking, hey, it's a good idea. You got the bunny ears, you got the bunny smile, and oh, I could do this. But yet, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the line, are you thinking that far ahead? Did you think that Walmart thought that there were going to be people saying that there's discrimination, hours being cut short, you're not paying me enough for medical? I, I'm, you're not. They didn't think that far ahead. Now they are. And when you read the contracts that you have to sign when working for these companies and their terms and conditions being hired as an employee, you got to read through it. You got to read through the lines, literally. And they get people all the time because if you want this job, sign this paperwork today, you can start work tomorrow. And a lot of you are not going to say, hey, um, let me read through this first and I'll I'll turn it in tomorrow if I if I want to work here. Well, that manager or that general manager or whoever that person may be, that hiring manager, they're going to say, well, no, you're going to have to sign this now because we need you to start a shift tomorrow. What are you going to do? It happened to me. Oh, you could just you could take you could take the contract with you and you can read it after you sign it. Happens all the time. Happened to me when I was 19. Sign some paperwork. Didn't know what I was signing, didn't read it, didn't even look over it. Somewhere in that policy says zero tolerance. They can get rid of you for whatever reason they want. They fulfilled their hours. They were short for a couple of weeks. Hey, this is not working out. We're going to have to let you go. But but I didn't do nothing wrong. Blah, blah, blah. You read through the paperwork, you see that, oh, this is zero tolerance policy, which means we could do whatever we want when we want to. You sign the paperwork agreeing to that, that you accept the rules of our zero tolerance policy. But somewhere in your mind, hey, I got bullied into this because I didn't get enough time to read through it. When technically speaking, you could tell them, hey, let me read through this right now. I, I plan on signing it today, but I need to read through this right now. Have your blue pen and a highlighter with you and mark through it. I started doing that after 19. Anytime I work, went to go work for someone and they had me sign a contract, I started marking through and I would highlight the things because I have questions. And I would either ask them this or follow up with them later about what I'm what I'm signing up for. 
And no matter what you ask them or whatever you sign, they still got you because unfortunately, they're just a few years and a few steps ahead of you. Because why? There have been employees that had good intentions that ended up suing a company and that company got, they had to bite the bullet to pay out. So every case that every company goes through, they make it known that, oh, we got to change our protocol because we had Mary Sue come in. She slipped and fell. It was, it was John's fault. He didn't, he didn't mop it up correctly. We see it on the camera. <sighs> got to get rid of him. We got to pay her out. She's right. Her lawyers are claiming negligence on our behalf. And that's true because we taught that employee how to properly mop the floor. He took a shortcut because he was trying to get off of work. She fell on her way into work. Now she can't work anymore because she's paralyzed. So we have to pay her. Sounds simple, but it happens like that all the time. So hopefully this was a, a spark reminder to you guys. <coughs> Excuse me. A very spark reminder to you guys. Um, about, you know, what happens when you start your business, you know, so feel free to start one. I started one. We have desperate worshiper. We have a clothing line here. And in this clothing line, I have no employees. I'm the person that creates the whole thing myself. I do the designs. Now, what happens for me is I have a company that ships them out or sometimes I'll ship them out and do it myself. But for the most part, I receive a cash handover fist because I started this company myself. I made it simple to not have to hire any employees, nobody to do the designs. They're going to charge me about an hour. I took my time, learned how to design, figure some things out. What's the best company for me to work with? Who's the manufacturer of Converse? Okay, can Converse make my shoes for me? Yes, they can. Can Converse also ship this shoe out? Yes, they can. And here you have Desperate Worshipper right here. All these companies are connected. They're looking for people like me and you. They're looking for people who have ideas. Same thing with the children's publishing company. We have a printing press that we do business with. They print up the books, they ship them out. You guys order it. We receive the money. If there's any issues, it's on that company. Same thing with the watches It's all ran by one conglomerate. And that conglomerate is me. I, I outsource my materials. Sometimes I pay a third party. A lot of times we have the shipping here on deck. The inventory is in home, in home. Okay. And we'll ship them out to you guys. $28, the Anaya's Adventures watches, free shipping, socks. I think it's like $2.50, so you're like $17.50, you know. So you have to think about, okay, who's going to sue me? Well, there's a possibility that somebody can sue me for, oh, we didn't realize that our child was allergic to cotton. You know, are there materials out there that I could use other than cotton that's hypoallergenic? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can, which I'm gonna have to look into now. Balanced cologne. This is another. This is another iffy one. This is real iffy because people have uh, skin allergies or allergic. Uh, uh, excuse me, skin reactions to various products that they don't know that they're allergic to. But these are companies that I started. We take 100% full responsibility for the things that we do. You know, so when you think about starting your business, you know, think about it. Think about who could take something from you that they don't necessarily have the intentions to do so. 
you know, if you found this broadcast helpful, go ahead. By all means, go to cash app dollar sign one plan. Of course, you can find all this information on darshanmacaway.com. All these websites that I showed you guys are fully available on the on my website personally. I hope you guys enjoyed this broadcast. It was such a pleasure talking to you guys. Once again, just to run down on my credentials, I am the author of the Say Hello to Me Men's and Women's Self-Help Book. This book was published, published excuse me, uh, in the year 2010. Okay, so it's still selling great to this day. As you can see on the uh, on the Barnes and Nobles website, if you just look up there in the browse there, you'll see that this is Barnes and Nobles. And right over here where I'm hovering my mouse, this is the, uh, book that's been on Barnes and Nobles. So that is part of my credentials. Also feel free and go check out girlfriend versus wife duties. Hey guys, these books are very cheap as an ebook. They're very cheap as a retail book. Uh, girlfriend versus wife duties is roughly about $10 and 99 cents. Uh, say hello to me is $15.99. So don't allow yourself to miss out on these great book deals because I'm teaching you guys something. This is my shared experience. These are things that I went through. Now, a lot of times you guys hear me say, hey, my life is perfect. Well, what's imperfect about it? I didn't mention anything about sin. Do I sin? I'm pretty sure I do. I look at things. I think about things. Happens all the time. Are we coming up short on God's glory? Absolutely. But am I doing things perfect in my life for myself? Yes. Because who has the measuring stick? What are you measuring the better and the perfect and the greatest to? Says who? So don't cut yourself short. My name is Darshawn Mackway. By all means, get in contact with me if you can on all of my websites, which I'm going to run through. They have contact issues. These are my companies. If you want to email me to be a part of the podcast to talk about your business or to talk about your book, there's the email on the bottom of the screen. Wildpodcast at mail.com. Never Gmail. We don't do that because of hacking issues. Feel free to go to childhelpmask.com. Get your children a free face mask. Just pay uh, for the shipping. They're giving away free face masks. Just pay for the shipping. Of course, go ahead and check out my clothing line, Desperate Worshipper. We're going to have some new designs coming up real soon. Also going to come out with some new ties, new neckties, very fashionable by the collection of five. Support the stream on Cash App, dollar sign, one plan. Hopefully you guys found this extremely helpful. And it's always my goal to make sure that you guys make it easy to get paid. Of course, I'm your host, Arshawn McAway. We'll see you until the lights go out. Peace.